Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of Multiple Voices. My Multiple Voices podcast, true to its name, includes different series. For example, we have the Voices of Love, where we discuss relationships, the voice of empowerment, the voice of laughter and play, the voice of pleasure, and the magical voice of archetypes and how they change the way we live. But we also have the voice of memory that includes everything from history to discussions of past life regression. There's also writing voices where we interview both seasoned writers and authors who have just started getting their feet wet with writing and we learn what can work for you as potential writers. Our series called Voice of the Spirit discusses different forms of spirituality and religion. And then Channeling Voices is a series that covers what happens when you channel, but is also extended to mediumship. Take a moment to review this podcast if you've enjoyed listening, and leave a hearty five stars. I'd appreciate it. Enjoy your listening. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monicelli with another episode of my podcast, Multiple Voices. And today I'm with Maureen Ross Jem. Say hello, Maureen. Hi, Claudia. I'm so happy to be here. I'm super happy to have you. Who is Maureen? She's talking to us from Connecticut and she has a particular background. Well, like every guest, but this is. Mm, you know, a woman after my own heart, I always say, but this is specific. All right. So she has a background in, um, court in the corporate world and, um, (laughs) a motorcycle rider grandmother and, um, who was also a personal growth advocate. She trains and coaches leaders, um, who want to make an impact, but how does she do this? She is a um, a personality expert, and I'm going to lead with that and have her tell us exactly what she does. What do you do with their personality? How do you get the information about their personality, and what can this tell them about where they can develop spiritually if that comes into the equation. Oh, sure. Thank you. Um, That's a a very huge topic. I could immediately talk for 15 minutes. (laughs) Go, go. That's what we're here for. Here's the thing. Yeah, right. I have found uh, first I, I was a teenage drug addict and an alcoholic and I had a very messy adolescence. Ooh. So I reached out and got the help I needed when I was 24 years old mm-hmm. and embarked on this path of personal growth and you know spiritual development of myself. But what do we do? We can't just go up on a mountaintop and like crawl into a cave and meditate. We have to deal with the real life. And so I got a job. I fell in love. I did get married. I had a family and I worked at a corporate career for 27 years. And during my 20s, now I had this major transformation at 24 years old where Mm -hmm. I had to change everything about my life, like everything. Mm -hmm. And so I jumped into, um, again, this personal growth and development, trying to figure out who I was. Mm -hmm. And after a few years of that, I uh, discovered, you know, personality types and I studied the Myers-Briggs type right. uh, probably in my 20s. And then I studied the Enneagram in my 30s and 40s. And These then are, I studied- you know, 
Oh, they're different, very common uh, to yep, for personality different types. personality type indicators. And now um, I left that corporate job in my early 50s and I started my own company mm -hmm. called Emerge Leadership Academy. Mm -hmm. And in my company, I am now a certified authorized partner of everything DISC. So this is, I think, the what easiest... Is this is a personality type indicator, mm -hmm. like some mm -hmm. of the other ones, but it's less complicated. It's the easiest one to explain. I'd be happy to explain. There's four different styles. And about, um, uh, what I'm interested more in is how to cultivate a direct connection to spirit, no matter what personality you are. Right, right, and right. Learning to use insight and intuition. Go ahead. Right. So as I dove down deeper into personality types, well, what do you find out? Personality isn't just it, right? We also have values. We have belief systems. We have experiences. We have trauma that we have to heal. So you have to go deeper and deeper and the emotional um, set points that you have as well. So the only way to really do that is to go within, right? We, I found this anyways. You can continue to chase all sure. these kinds of things now, outside. I told you I was a devil's advocate. Now, you say go within. What what does that mean? All right. Generally, we get the picture, but when you say to go within, how do you mean that? Well, I, you know, I think I mean it in the way that you understand it. Well, uh, I haven't meaning... understood. Make believe I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, but I don't. I know I know that you and your listeners are probably uh, pretty familiar. But what I'm saying is, let go of all outside um, input uh -huh. and go within. And a lot of times that means you. What do you have inside of you? You have an internal voice. Right. There's actually several internal voices. Yes. Right. And. A lot of those voices and that thinking in your brain was programmed from a very early time in your life, in your mm -hmm. childhood, by your caregivers and your parents. And then when we get to be adults, if we do not wake up and realize that we are programmed in a certain way or conditioned in a certain way, then we're going to continue to live by that default and attract the things into our life that are the way that we right. were programmed to think. Okay. So in the when the reprogramming begins, you really have to go within to listen. What am I thinking? What am I conscious of? What is my inner voice saying? Am I beating myself up? Am I treating myself with compassion? And I think that managing that inner voice in your head is the beginning. Once you can learn to listen and even change that voice and learn to love yourself, then you can go deeper into your heart and into your soul so and hear if, a whole new level of messages. Give me if I stop you. Um, so you mentioned, you mentioned the word conscious, we become conscious of, and that opens another wide, wide area that, um, talks of consciousness and because when I uh, mentioned and when you mentioned cultivating a direct con connection to spirit, spirit would be the equivalent of consciousness or a form of consciousness. Is it not? What is it? And what is spirit for you? That's a really good question. And I think 
you phrase the question appropriately, like, what is it for me? Yes. Right? Because I do believe, I have certain beliefs. I was raised Catholic, mm -hmm. but I don't really follow that doctrine. Mm -hmm. uh, I think if I was to pick any religion, it pro I probably believe closest to Buddhism. Mm -hmm. However, I also believe that religion is one of the major issues in our world today. I think this is what we kill over, and uh -huh. it's very, very unfortunate. Right. The but but I also believe a lot of what you would call new age. I do believe that we are all one, that we are all little divine aspects, facets of a diamond, if you will, mm -hmm. facets of the whole, a drop in the ocean, all kinds of metaphors for it, right? Right. That we are each divine manifestations of the source of all that is. Okay. And so, go ahead. You have the floor. <laughs> and so as we manifest into this life, and we are what I call little gods, godding, mm -hmm. that we can be whoever we want to be. But we do mm -hmm. pick certain parents that we want to come into an incarnation with. When or you say we, you're talking about the soul now. Correct. I'm talking about uh, yeah, your each individual soul. Okay. When we when souls, I think this is what happens. I think when they come from the mm -hmm. other side and manifest as yes. a, in this three dimensional universe, that we then come here, we live for our life lifetime, we evolve our soul, and we learn certain lessons that we agreed like sacred contracts that we agreed mm -hmm. to come here to to fulfill right and then we go back right. to the primordial right. all that um, is one months ago i had a guest on he was um uh, i don't a spiritual leader uh, a guide for but a layman okay wasn't a clergyman and when I was asking similar questions to him, he said, well, we're talking of the abstract and it's speculation here. And then he gave me the answer. And I appreciated that because, yes, you can say that, of course. Um, so now I'm back and I'm bringing you like the horse, you know, with the reins, I'm bringing you back to um, direct connection to spirit. And so we, we gave out, we, you mentioned a few key words, um, the little God within, the soul, uh, going within. Now we have to, there, there's a little line missing there. How to connect to spirit? Is it my soul connecting to another soul, to spirit, to the divine? Um, how is it possible to connect in your experience? To me, um, it's still an ongoing process mm. to figure to figure all this out. So I'm a lifelong learner. I'm 61 years old. Like us I'm all. gonna continue mm -hmm. to practice and try to figure it out. I have a very extroverted personality. So I had been trying to look outside myself and fix myself for a long time with external worldly things, mm -hmm. right? Then I became matured and also 
after years of practice of certain things and working on myself, realized that a big source of my any kind of unhappiness that I might have in my was all part of what's happening up here in my brain. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school in my 40s. I got my um, undergrad in psychology mm -hmm. and I studied the psyche and all of that and behavior stuff. And then I went and got my my master's in education and all of those things still don't fix that little feeling uh, of okay. not enough something's missing there so let's <laughs> try to in my help heart. Um, those our listeners so, to, so, to understand there are several ways perhaps what could work for you what didn't work i don't know your clients so yeah, I then you get into meditation. Okay. Meditation is a practice again of quieting your mind so you can really listen and hear your soul or your heart speaking. It's a still small voice within. There are ways that you can sort of hack that by using a pendulum or maybe mm -hmm. some tarot cards and getting some messages from your angels and guides. Um, I've had direct uh, stories where angel, visits from angels. I have mm -hmm. a couple of stories, and and they're Could amazing. Could you share you, those if you don't mind? Sure. Mm -hmm. No, I don't mind. Um, the first time it happened to me, I was I had just gotten married. I was twenty six years old, mm -hmm. and I had been living in um, a you know a home with my husband. It was a an apartment, uh -huh. and we were had just purchased a small house actually we didn't it was my mom and my brother and we were going to rent it from them and we if we did all the work to fix it up uh -huh. and the guy that had lived there was really uh and anyways he had ruined the house so we uh -huh. had to we had to fill a 30-yard dumpster of stuff you know oh. we were just cleaning it and working hard every day plus working our full-time jobs during oh. the day going there after and it was on our one month anniversary and we were exhausted mm -hmm. and I had just finished dinner. We were going to clean. I was going to clean up the dishes and then we were going to get in the car and go back over and do some more floor scrubbing and so forth. And I got the dishes. Paul had fallen asleep on the couch. <laughs> I got the dishes, went into the kitchen, opened the garbage, and it was crawling with maggots. Oh, and I lovely. screamed, right? It was a middle of summer, so it's a hot day, and you Windows know, a couple of flies had gotten in. Mm. That's all that happened. It has to happen. And I screamed, and he jumped up, not no, you know, out of a dead sleep, comes running in, and he tripped and put his arm through the door and made a huge gash down his arm, and there was just blood like flying everywhere. And I scream again, oh, but I grabbed a dish towel and I ran in and I wrapped it around his arm, and I said get in the car and he just went right to the car. I got my pocketbook and slammed the door and we were gone to the hospital. I never drove so fast. Mm -hmm. And while we were there and he got 50 stitches on the oh inside and the outside, it was horrible. Um, but that night laying in bed, you know, we're both recovering drug addicts and alcoholics. Mm -hmm. There's no pain medication for us to take right. at this time. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's in a lot in of pain. In what way? In what sense? Are you you couldn't 
take. We're not going to take narcotics okay, like right, some okay. sort of heavy mm-hmm. um, narcotic right. that's going to kill mm-hmm. the pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he 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 wasn't going to at that time. So I think he was like taking like a Motrin eight hundred uh-huh. or something like that, right? So he was sleeping, but he woke up in the middle of the night and he was in pain, and he went back to get another like you know aspirin, whatever, whatever. that was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember lying in bed thinking this is all my fault. Like if I hadn't screamed, this never would have happened. How did this happen? And, uh, and I, then I suddenly had this thought, geez, you know, recently I had heard that we all have a spirit, a team of angels. There's three right. of them and we can Guides. call upon them at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- I, I heard of it as like spirit angels at the time. And I know we have, I have a guardian angel and other things, but there's all different kinds of angels, right? So there anyways, are I just said, things out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So he came back and laid down in the bed and I just opened my eyes and I said, God, if there really are angels, now would be a really good time okay. to send them. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. And Help. three of them appeared to me. Good. And they were above our heads, just like we were laying down. They, their heads were above our heads mm-hmm. and their flowing white bodies were uh, over the bed. And I was like, wow. I, I, first of all, I was <laughs> silly young self was amazed at how fast that was delivered. Like, oh, I, yeah. you know, I didn't know like what, you know, if it was going to take it. I just was like, wow, thank you. And I closed my eyes and I felt this incredible incredible deep peace all through my body and I fell asleep and the next morning I woke up and I thought ah you probably just dreamed it ah you probably (laughs) didn't really experience that and I went to work and I didn't say anything and I walked by this friend's desk and she had a little bag of bubble gum on her desk Mm. and you know that bazooka bubble gum yeah. and I picked one out and I was reading the little comic strip inside and <laughs> underneath there was a fortune and it said angels guard your every move Aww. and I just knew like it was confirmation for me I knew in my whole body I felt this incredible vibration all uh-huh. throughout me right. and I I just knew it was true and I did um call him immediately and i told him you're not going to believe how fast you're going to heal because <laughs> i saw angels last night and here's what happened and he was very excited oh, and good. he said and he did he healed very 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 good. quickly good yeah so let's, that was let the me, first time i saw an angel yeah and knowing that they were there they come when you call and how did you manage that throughout the years and did it feed into your practice well, first, I told the story. I own the story. I believe uh-huh. the story. Is that what you mean? Like mm. I, no, I meant we. You you own the story. You believed it, of course. How did you manage uh, the conversation, the connection with them, as you you developed in life, and did the practice of interacting with them feed into your work practice, coaching, if you will. Oh, yeah. Okay. Every single day. Every right. single day. Well, tell us. Talk- We're here to listen. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> like a dog. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. <laughs> so a lot of that is praying, writing, listening. Wait. It sounds like the title of a book. Praying, writing, <laughs> listening. All right, a lot of that, what? 
that and everything you think it is. You okay, so spent, I spent time every oh, single morning okay. in a practice of meditation and intention, setting intentions for the day and Good. being more conscious during the day, allowing Good. myself to take moments of breathing and listening. How am I feeling in my body? Mm -hmm. Is this person like this is how I use it? Is this person to be trusted? Yes. What does my heart say? Is this vibration here? Is this a decision I should say yes? Is this a conversation I should interrupt? Is this I, I, asking these questions to myself all the time and listening and feeling how I'm feeling in my body? That's the practice. Okay, right? so now and, that word conscious keeps coming up. Right. You know? So let's keep that in mind. Go on. So conscious is really about this awareness. Mm -hmm. So many of us, we just go through our day and we don't even think that we're thinking. We don't, we're not aware that we are, um, you know, we're involved in a deep conversation or that this person just pushed my buttons and I'm feeling, you know, upset or angry. And in that, when we're not aware, when we're just triggered, yeah. we often react we say things sometimes we don't really mean yeah. we're in an ego point of view we're right. in a i have to put my armor on i have to protect myself against your you know whatever quote you are right but when right. you're conscious when you're thinking consciously you can step back from that and say oh in my mind uh -huh. i guess they're okay. having a bad day today right. i don't wait. have to take that personal wait a minute wait and, a minute now so let's say you develop a practice. Um, it could be a series of invocations that you uh, pronounce. Um, you said writing. You were writing. Do you write your intentions? Is that what you write? Um, I There's all different kinds of practices for writing, and I've done many, many different types of journaling over the years. Oh, okay. But, journaling. you know, the artist's way. Um Gosh, I'm Cameron. I can't remember her that name, but she, it's it's writing 750 words a day every morning. It's like three pages of About writing. What? Any stream of consciousness, anything that and comes through you. What's happening in your mind? Serve, serve. What would the purpose of that be? It allows you to see almost what's on your mind, and sometimes what spirit wants you to see. Okay. okay? Right now, I. Um, Personally, the way I do it, um, I always say I very have very bad eyesight, but I can hear really well. Um, I do that, but I use a microphone and put it on the paper. Nice. And then I'm able to see it and go back and read it. And of course, you know, the periods are never there. The commas are never there. But, but I, I get what I'm supposed to get. All right, now from there, you have developed your own personal um, growth pattern, your own personal connection with spirit on a daily basis. And inevitably, just like you said, oh, yeah, it will spill down to your practice with your clients. Now, the question is, it's one thing when we see angels, we converse with angels when we do our writing, and it's another to coach someone who may think we're nuts if we go and tell them all those things. How do you manage 
that information or that type of um, information that could coach people uh, because you work with their personalities and you said, but that's only one part, right? So right. is there a way that it trickles down into your own practice with clients? Oh, yeah. I always, I, I'm not very obtuse when it comes to that stuff, unless I know you have the same beliefs as I do. So in other words, if we're talking about how to make your your manager and you and your team jive better together at work, mm -hmm. I'm going to slip in what I call these spiritual goodies all the time. Uh -huh. And people, and it's just humanity. It's just how you know people think but to try to raise their level of consciousness about how they think give us example. an example give us a precise example call mr x and mr x is doing that and then what do you say what give us an example well i i talk about reframing things okay. in your mind right mm -hmm. so so for example um one of my classes i teach about emotional intelligence and i tell mm -hmm. people you have a certain personality and in your personality you might naturally be empathetic to other people mm -hmm. and then a completely other person uh that's your boss maybe mm -hmm. uh, their natural inclination is to be self-assured and resolute Mm -hmm. So they have that where they need to get into sometimes empathy mm -hmm. <laughs> and the empathetic person and receptive person needs to sometimes stand in their power and be resolute and, you know, uh, mm -hmm. steadfast and, okay. you know, that sort now, of thing, self-assured. And it's a transfer sometimes. It's a transfer. Those are the words of personality types and those are the concepts from your background. But, but their mindset the zinger coming <laughs> when is the spiritual but their mindsets so ah. now mm -hmm. if you have this mindset and yeah. now you have this knowledge about each other right. the next time you go into a meeting and this person who's the self-assured mm -hmm. you know resolute person says you know just do it because it has to be done right you don't you don't have to take that you feel like this ouch you yeah, know, that hurts me. You right. don't have to take that personally. That's just that person's uh, mindset. Doesn't give it people excuses to run over each other. But uh -huh. anyways, I ask each and every person to think more about not just about themselves, mm -hmm. but about the other people. And nobody is here set out to make your day miserable, mm -hmm. unless mm -hmm. they are then get out. But you know, those yeah. are toxic environments when they are. Mm -hmm. But honestly, um, your mindset has everything to do with it. And the more you do go within and meditate and listen to your guides and listen to and feel your feelings later on when it's appropriate to do so, the easier it's going to be for you to have better relationships with everybody in the world because you have a good inner relationship with yourself. You right. can feel when it's when you need to act and when you need to not act. And right. that to me is really listening to your intuition All right. and so really listening to your let's inner say self. That the key word throughout here that's emerging is being aware and being conscious of others. And that will change. Of your thoughts. Right. That will change not only a person's perspectives, but also um, how they interact with other people, right? Mm-hmm, right. So 
If you had one suggestion to give our audience, what would you give them as a suggestion to getting in touch with their own, um, with their inner self and the divine? I would say to take <coughs> some time for yourself every single day every single morning and evening if you can at least you know five to ten minutes and do some quiet breathing there are there are awesome apps out there there's one called waking up um, it's really really good another one is insight timer there's hundreds and thousands of meditation teachers that will all different kinds of voices that you can listen to that can help you get focused just for 10 minutes on your internal landscape and what's going on for you and you don't have to completely quiet your mind this is why many people don't meditate because they think right. they have to quiet their mind mm -hmm. but after years and years of practice it, it, you can become aware that you are not your right. thoughts. You are not your mind. You are something much, much more. And mm -hmm. that is where I think your connection gets really, really strong to mm -hmm. the divine, uh, to the collective consciousness, and to really realizing your full potential in the world and what your what your light has to, you know, who, what do you have to shine? You know, mm -hmm. that's what we that's what we're really here to do: shine yeah. our brightest light. And this week I've starting lessons of breathwork consciousness, starting tomorrow actually. And the first lesson is free to my audience. Please contact me and I'll get you started. Thank you so nice. much, Maureen, for this. I really appreciate you, appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much for the conversation. Bye-bye.